All right, all right. Hello, hello. This is your life coach, Coach Latham, and I've expanded to develop a podcast. So welcome to the After Action Review. The podcast is an extension of my life coaching company, Powering Life Changes, where I truly believe that every change has a story. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Latham underscore PhD. I'm ready to hop right into the topics for the day. Let's go. So uh, I've ran into a lot of technical difficulties getting this episode together. Uh, the main one being that this microphone that I use when I record a solo works perfectly. Um, today when I used it to do the episode with John, um, which I recorded several hours ago, there was a lot of feedback, a lot of echoing. Um, there were a lot of times where we were having some difficulties prior to getting set up to record. So uh, he made time to be present for this. So I'm still going to post the episode. Most of the feedback is going to be on my end, but he does most of the talking. So it kind of balances out. So, of course, this is a longer episode because I wanted to give John the platform and the space to tell his story. So I truly hope that you enjoy it. Um, please just try to look past this uh, feedback issue. I'm going to continue to work to resolve that and the future episodes that I have in mind. And I really hope that, that you enjoy it and that you're able to take something away from it. So uh, thank you for listening today. I want to take time to again thank John for um, not coming out, but uh, hopping online with me. And, and being so willing to share his story and be vulnerable in this space. Um, and, and I also want to congratulate him and wish him well as uh, he's going to be doing another Ironman in Texas in two weeks. So October 9th, I'll be tracking his progress. And uh, I hope that I'm fortunate enough to be able to FaceTime with his wife so that I can once again see John cross the finish line and hear him uh, be called an Ironman. So good luck, John. Thank you again. And I hope everyone truly enjoys um, just everything that we discussed in this episode. It was so good. So without further ado, here we go. All right, right, so so, um, we've got everything everything set up. up. It's recording now. now. So So we'll just get get started. started. Um, So just give us a little background background info about yourself. yourself. All right. Um, From the St. Louis area, uh, actually uh, on the other side of the river in Illinois, uh, Millstadt. Um, Been doing triathlon for, I don't know, guess five years or so. Okay. I don't know exactly how... Where do you want me to start? You want me to go before that? Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was actually that the next, was actually question, the next is question: is what led you into deciding to do an Ironman? Well, um, it kind of all started with just my this, my mental like struggles, I guess. You know, I've struggled with depression and anxiety for actually most of my life, mm-hmm. and one of the things that has helped me with it. Uh, this has kind of been recently within the past, I guess, 10 years, it's been physical exercise. 
I uh, started out with just, you know, running. Uh, I did a half marathon, um, and I just kind of got addicted to the, um, the challenge of it and just the being able to be out and just run, you know, and it just, it just kind of freed my mind, I guess. And so I started, you know, looking for different races and thought about doing a triathlon and uh, did, I tried, attempted my first half and didn't go so well uh, <laughs> just because I wasn't prepared, you know, didn't have a wetsuit and the water was like 50 degrees. And so I got to like 45 miles on the bike and my hands started turning blue. And so I was like, I just called it. Uh, it was, it was bad. And, uh, but after that, you know, I, I didn't want to give up on it. Um, mm-hmm. So, cause I, I just, it's, I felt so much better when I would just do this stuff, you know, it really just helped, um, just with my mental stuff, you know, the depression, anxiety, and it just, so I was like, I wanted to keep going. And so I just, uh, did a sprint triathlon um kind of was a lot better prepared for that one and i wish i would have i wish i would have started with something like that instead of just jumping right into a half uh so uh hindsight's 2020 i guess uh but um and so then i started with the the sprint did an olympic and then uh, i did another half which i actually completed um and just started training and getting better um, strategies and things and and just led me up to the Ironman in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, actually the biggest reason for me to do all this is just, it really frees my mind up, you know? And it gives me that uh, outlet mm-hmm. to um, get rid of that, get rid of that junk, you know? And, and so I just, I just, I don't know, I just love it, you know, and just fell in love with it through that, I should say, and here I am, you know, going on to my second Ironman in a couple <laughs> weeks, so, which I never thought I would do after that, uh, I, I think we both of us talked about it, uh, saying we would never do this again, yes. yeah. and then about two weeks later, I, I talked to Amber, and it's like, uh, I think I'm ready to do another one, <laughs> and, and so, um, yeah, it's it, it is addicting, you know. You do one, you think you'll never do it again, and then it's just like, all right, you settle down for a few weeks, and then you're ready to rock and roll for the next one. It mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense whatsoever, but <laughs> it's it's what it is, you know. <laughs> so, John, so John, I, I want to go, go back, and um, um, so kind of so like a conversation that we had, like mile ten. During the marathon, you know, that's, that's kind of where we met up at. Right. And uh, we started just sharing stories about how we got there. So, um, uh, let me say this, because if anybody doesn't uh, know, this is John Weems and, uh, and, and the Iron Man story uh, podcast episodes. Uh, this is John from St. Louis. So, I said I was going to circle back and uh, give John a chance to tell his story because I didn't want to tell it for him. Uh, and, and so he's been gracious enough to get with me today, and that, that's what we're tackling right now. So when I was asking John what his, you know, like, how did you end up out here, right? Like, who decides to give up their Sunday? I think that's what we were saying. Like, who decides to give up their Sunday and come out here and do this stuff? And uh, I mean, John's story was just really, it was really touching. So um, when you say that it, it frees up your mind, um, I guess just, I guess talk, just about, talk about, you know, you know 
what led you uh, uh, into saying, okay, I'm, I'm on this. I think I want to try this out, you know, so kind of what got you to that point? Sure. Um, in the midst, kind of going back to the first question, you know, just kind of my backstory, um, you know, I was already kind of into running, you know, mm-hmm. but I was also going through a hard time mm-hmm. and I was, the depression and anxiety was hitting real, real hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I almost took my own life. And um, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, it was it was rough. It mm-hmm. was really rough. And, you know, I was actually checked myself into a hospital for a week and uh, ended up losing my job not too long after that. Um, and so it's like I wanted to keep going with doing this stuff because it really helped me. You know, Garen, it was a really hard time for me, mm-hmm. and it was really easy just to give up. And, and part of me did with that. Um, but after I kind of got the help that I needed and kind of got my, my head right again, um, I started to realize that I need to get back into this kind of stuff because it's really going to help me. Uh, don't get me wrong, you know, um, I thank God that I went through that um, th- at that time of my life because, you know, he allowed that me to be changed through that process. But he also mm-hmm. kind of told me that, you know, I need to keep doing these things that... Uh, are going to help. You know, I can't just sit back and think I'm just going to be fixed just by, you know, going to the hospital for a few days or, um, you know, being on a medication. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with being on medications or, you know, seeking psychiatric help and all that. But for me, I think I, what I learned through that is that doing these things, doing, you know, running, riding, swimming, um, whatever kind of sport or, or a physical exercise kind of connects with you, uh, really helps. And so I started to get back into the uh, triathlons again. Um, or actually, I think this at this point was an attempt in my first half that didn't go well. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And so then I was like, well, I'm going to keep going because I know this is going to help. And so I got into the sprint and Olympic um, and then, the, the, of course, the Ironman. But that's why I'm doing this stuff because that, that's what led me to that point because I just, I don't, I don't want to go back to where I was, mm-hmm. um, and I know I won't. Don't get me wrong, but doing these things, do you know, being part of the experience of uh, doing an Ironman or doing any kind of triathlon really is just—I don't know—it's it, hard to explain, but it—it it gives me almost a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. But just doing—it's more in the training part of it. Um, I really, like I said before, I, I have that outlet. Um, to really, if, if I'm struggling with something, you know, mentally, uh, I can take it out on the road, mm-hmm. uh, on my bike or on the swim, and I can just leave it all out there. You know, I don't have to, you know, basically I kind of talk to myself when I'm running. If I'm struggling <laughs> with something, uh, I know I'm sure I look like an idiot when I'm doing it, but, you know, I just tell myself I'm leaving these um struggles mm-hmm. with every step that I take, you know, mm-hmm. you're just dropping mm-hmm. and it, it, it works, you mm-hmm. know, with every step that I take, with every pedal stroke, you know, with every stroke in the water, you know, it, things just kind of drop away. Um, and so that's why, that's why I do it, you know, and then, you know, just again, to be part of the, the community too really helps, you know, as you know, mm-hmm. um, being in that triathlon community or Ironman community, um, coming across people, you know, encouraging others and sharing your story um, is also a huge part of it 
for me, you know, and so that's why that's why I love it. That's why I'm that's why I'm doing it. And God willing, I'll keep doing it until I can't anymore. <laughs> Man, you hit you hit on so many um, good points there. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, so what what is your what training, training process, process like when when you're getting ready? I know you said you had that bad half, um, and and you can definitely talk about um, the training, or maybe there was a lack of training that went into that, um, and then how that helped you get ready to properly train for the first Ironman, and you know the things you learned getting ready for the first Ironman that led you into making a decision um, for Ironman Texas. Sure. Um, you know, some people can jump right into a thing like this and mm-hmm. be perfectly fine with it. They're just those freaks of nature that I'll never be. <laughs> but um, what I learned from this is just, you know, really just physical preparation and mental preparation. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have a game plan, obviously, going into this, you know, that kind of thing. Um, on the training side and on the race day side, what you're going to bring and all that kind of stuff. As far as my process of training, kind of learning from that is just, you know, not trying to do everything at once, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially during the training and just really breaking things up and just building yourself up, you know. So, like for the Ironman in Louisville, uh, would, you know, just kind of start slow, you know, a year before mm-hmm. and just kind of build everything up. You know, um, start on the runs and, you know, maybe only run three or four, five miles, whatever, uh, at a time, you know, uh, ride a little bit here and there. And then as you get more comfortable, you start increasing those distances, um, intensity, you know, having different kinds of works out mixed in there as well. Um, and that kind of helped prepare me for Louisville. Um, and obviously, you know, unfortunately, I canceled the swim, but... Um, I think I was prepared for that, mm-hmm. uh, but kind of learning from that though, as well, especially coming off the bike into the run, you know, was a little rough for me. Uh, you know, as we kind of, you know, I kind of met up, you know, we were both ready. To, of course, you, you you were in worse shape than I was because your knee was basically blown out. Um, but we were both ready to give up. You know, my knee because my legs were just shot after the the ride, mm-hmm. and so. I think learning from that though, and it really just trained, it changed my uh, training process. You know, focusing more on doing um, different workouts and, and changing things up, not doing the same thing necessarily every day, mm-hmm. throwing in um, either a CrossFit wad or, or like, you know, going to the Y, doing some sort of circuit training. Um, interval workouts have been huge mm-hmm. uh, for that. Mm-hmm. That's really, um, boosted uh, my capabilities on the bike and on the run too. Um, just getting on the trainer and doing just high intensity for what you know, like two or three minutes, and then bumps it back down for like a minute, and you just then it bumps it back up again. Just doing that for about like 45 minutes to an hour um, really helped. And then a lot of the times, going for a, even just a one or two mile run afterwards, just to help. Uh, get your legs and your muscles uh, used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just the physical, but you know, also the mental aspect of it is really just because I think, and I've talked to you about this before. I think um, once you put the physical training in, really, and you get all your distances and everything set for the race, um, 
it's really just like 99% mental after that. Yep, yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so if you put the time and the effort in, uh, physically you're going to be able to do it. Yes, um, yes. But our minds can tell us different kind of things. Um, and so it's just mentally preparing for that as well. Um, what's kind of, you know, having a game plan for race day and uh, and just, you know, what you're going to do, kind of going over the course and everything, you know, obviously planning what you're going to bring. Uh, make sure you bring your wetsuit if the wet, if the water's going to be 50 <laughs> degrees or less. I'm going to throw that one out there for anybody. Um, that was just a horrible experience. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just those, just those things, that, that preparation. And um, even just doing, like... Uh, almost like, I guess they call them race day rehearsals, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, or just mm-hmm. mini, um, I don't know what you would call it, mini triathlons almost, basically where you're just focusing on um, transitions, you know, yes, from yes. the swim to the ride to the run, yes, you know, yes. doing stuff like that. And it gets, it, it gets you physically ready, it also gets you mentally ready what, you know, what race day is going to be like, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just working on that stuff, so... I'm still learning, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, I still have, you know, um, things I probably need to work on, you know, but I think I'm better prepared for the Texas Ironman than I was for even Louisville, mm-hmm. um, because I'm learning from every race that I do, uh, or every um, time I train, you just tweaking things, mm-hmm. and just to be better prepared, you know? Yeah, yeah so... so you, you talk about, about um, preparation, preparation and, and pacing, pacing and then mm-hmm. the constant, constant growth, growth uh, uh, and, and constantly, constantly you know having, having to pivot, pivot because, because uh, this one this of the great things about Iron Man is you can have you everything, everything ready for ready race for day, race day and, and one little one thing little can thing throw you throw off you know you can have that that the perfect pedal stroke and mm-hmm. no, no, you know, miles no, per hour on the bike, and then all of a sudden you get a flat tire, and now you're behind yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just anything <laughs> can happen. Can happen. I remember yeah, seeing I people's remember bikes seeing that snapped in half, and they're, like, oh, crying yeah. on the side of the road because they can't the road, finish the race. Finish the race. Um, yep. <laughs> you know, so just you any know, number, so just of any number of things. So, so when you were talking about the mental aspect, I did want to ask you, so I know, like, I used to pray, used to or, pray or, or I would have like different have mantras different and stuff, mantras that, and I stuff re- that I would repeat to myself. So, what did you use, or, or were there, there any things that helped you to stay, you to focused, stay focused, like mentally? Like mentally? Right. Um, for me, my faith is, is the center of my life, and so prayer is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So for me, I, I would you know I would pray a lot. Mm-hmm. And 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 just honestly, just thank God for the ability to be able to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I may not be, you know, at the top level, you know, I, I probably will never be there, and that's that's okay. Um, but just having that mindset, of, you know, uh, for me, you know, for prayer and just being positive and just uh, just thanking God for this ability, just to be able to be out here. Uh, amongst people who uh, are doing the same thing, you know, who love doing this kind of stuff. And even to talk about mantras as well, too, just kind of things, uh, or, you know, from, you know, may see like on Facebook or 
uh, things you've read, um, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. things to bring up in your mind, just to kind of get you through that moment. Um, and I can't remember if you sent me this, Demetrius, or if it was another person, uh, a friend of mine, I, I can't remember, but it was from David Goggins, I believe. Um, he was the Navy SEAL. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. He did. He's done tons of Ironmans and ultras. This guy is just <laughs> yeah, insane. He's, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, you know, like a sailor, some of his stuff is kind of is kind of out there. But you know, God bless him. He has a lot of wisdom. Um, and it was I can't remember the exact uh, words of it, but basically it was from him, one of his books mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, or his main book that he has, I guess. But just basically embracing the suck mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. and just pushing through that no matter what's going on uh you keep going you don't give up yes, you know yes. things could be ultimately turning to crap on you and you just keep going and just having that mental attitude that no matter what happens you just give it your best yes um yes. you know things are not going to always work out like you want them especially on race day you know you might have unfortunately a catastrophic incident um happen to you you know uh, your bike may like you said snap in half uh that that would be horrible and uh i hope that never happens but i think just maintaining the attitude that no matter what happens even if you don't finish for whatever reason even if you physically can't you know your your bike's busted you're busted knowing that you gave it your best no matter the outcome um you left it all out there mm -hmm. is really I think the most important thing. And so that, so that, that leads that me into my next question. question. So, so what, what, what were your what thoughts, were thoughts on, on, on race day? day? So like, I know, like, I, know I, couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't get, I didn't a, good get a good night's sleep, sleep the night before. <laughs> and, you know, I woke up, I was nervous. And um, I was thankful that I had, I had to walk down to the waterfront. No, so yeah, they gave so me they time, gave time to just to think and process, process mm -hmm. exactly, exactly what I was what about to, to, to get into because you've trained and trained for all these months, months. and now yeah, here's the day of the event, and uh, of course, like, I don't know if during your training, if you trained uh, solo. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so perfect, so you understand, so I spent a lot of time um, riding by myself, running by myself, swimming, swimming by myself, all that stuff. So now so to now be, out, be out, here, out here, and, and I mean, the streets, the streets are just lined with people. people. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first thing first I was thing thinking I was, was, hey, I got to make sure I get my foot clipped into the pedal right. Oh, yep. Oh, just, just imagine that, falling off your bike, not even getting started. That's something I would do. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, so yeah. So, so yeah, what so you know? What what? what I guess what I were some of your pre-race thoughts? So you you've uh, I think you all think drove, you drove in, right? in, right? Yeah, yeah. So we were only about four hours away. Okay. So okay. we we were able to drive to Louisville. Um, you know, I was definitely nervous. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, and uh, especially as getting closer and closer to race day, you just you get those nervous jitters mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. It, you know, I didn't let it consume me, thankfully, you know, but, you know, it's, it's, you definitely have those thoughts of, you know, those what ifs, you mm -hmm. know, like, mm -hmm. what if you do fall flat on your face before you even start the ride, you know, right? Um, <laughs> or, you know, 
trip and fall in front of your family when you're on the run. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you have those thoughts, but ultimately, you know, you're ready. You know, um, you put in the time and the training, mm-hmm. so you just keep that in the back of your mind. And um, I do. I will have to admit, when they canceled the swim, I was just a little bit relieved, <laughs> just because. <laughs> You know, this this is my first like long distance. You know, I did think uh, close to a two mile swim for the training, but not in a river. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so I was nervous <laughs> about that. So I would be lying if I didn't say I was just a little bit relieved that they didn't they canceled the swim. Um, but it, I think once. You're so anxious, I think, a lot of times, up until the moment when they, you know, when the gun goes off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you just kind of get into, um, I guess, race mode, whichever, mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, and you just go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You settle into what you have put your body through in training, and a lot of those thoughts just go by the wayside because you're focused on what's in front of you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just keep going. You know, I think in transition areas, you know, like from the ride to the run, you're probably gonna have a little bit of those jitters thinking about what you have left. But once you keep going, once you kind of move on, um, you know, everything else takes its place. Yeah, that was always my thought process was to just keep moving, to to not dwell because if you dwell, you know, um, 112 miles on a bike. This is 112 miles on the bike. So the longer you think about it, you know, the worse it's going to seem. I think around like mile 73, somewhere between 73 and 80, is that's kind of where my focus started to return to like how I was feeling on the bike. Like, you know, back was tight, hips were tight. I was just really ready to get off the bike. I remember when they... When they when came they up came to interview, interview me on the bike, bike they were like, like, how you feel? And I was like, I'm, I'm ready like, to get off the bike. bike. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, then, then I was thinking, God, when I get off the bike, I had a marathon to run. Right. Yes. Yeah. But you do talk about, in that preparation, you know, you talk about doing like some of the, basically like the mock, um, Ironmans are mock, mock, mock events, you know, where you, you practice on the transitions. Um, and, 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 of course, all of us um, should have been doing a lot of brick workouts, whether that was transitioning from swimming to biking, mainly biking to running, because that's probably the most significant uh, physical strain that you'll feel. Oh, yeah. Um, but I remember <coughs> I did an Olympic just on my own, um, still trying to keep my transition times down and everything. And I remember, like, how difficult that felt. Um, I mean, you know, of course, it's just me out there doing it, so it's not like I'm, like, running against anybody or anything. Right. But I was like, God, this is rough. <laughs> so, so I'm looking at, you know, okay, what areas am I weak in? Where do I need to make adjustments? You know, where am I strong at? Uh, and then, of course... Kind of, I think like midway through my training is when I started having issues with like my IT band. Um, and so I started, you know, just doing anything and everything that I could to try to be at least like 80% on race day. And um, 
all throughout the whole event in the beginning, I mean, I felt very strong. Even like the first eight miles or so of the run felt very strong. I was, I was doing good. I was smiling. Um, and then somewhere between mile eight and 10, I started having a lot of issues. And then we, um, well, you, you ran into me at mile 10 because we had just came up that little incline behind what's now like the botanical garden. And uh, I was doing my little hobble. And he kind of like slowed <laughs> down, you know. You and know, I always and just I think always about the first thing, thing you know, you say is like, "Hey, you know, hey, you all right?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to make it to the end." And then you ask for permission to join me, and I just always, you know, think about that. And then what I know about you, and that all just it all just goes together because it's all a part of your story, you know, dealing with the mental health stuff and finding something that you um, could, you know, really like lean into. And so here it is, you know, you see somebody else that's suffering um, and we're trying to accomplish the same goal, but you don't unnecessarily insert yourself in that space um, because you know how it felt to be uh, in a dark point. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, just like one of the first two things you said, is like, hey, you mind if I walk with you? <laughs> no. That's always That's thinking always about, that. about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that that was uh, a great moment, you know. Um, and I you know, definitely will hold on to that for the rest of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Just and and that's what this is all about, you know. Um, I think for me, is just when it comes to race day, it's really obviously you want to finish, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also about the community, you mm-hmm. know. And and it's it's moments like this, you know. And where you come across somebody who may be struggling um, and you get to an opportunity to encourage you know um, so you, you really have a choice you know you can keep going um, and pass that person by which you know, there's nothing wrong if you're out there trying to get your best time that's it's completely understandable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but for me I think part of it is you know especially at, at that point when we were both at <laughs> is just like you know what I think this is an opportunity just for to encourage somebody, you know, and and and, and get myself boosted up in the process. Just mm-hmm. sharing sharing this experience with somebody, and uh, yeah, I just I think it was just just an awesome uh, that was we able to come across each other's paths like that. Yeah, because yeah, we. We went another, another, what, like like 16.22 miles or something like that that, um, together. And And, um, we would do like a walk run, then like a little power shuffle. shuffle. Uh, And we picked up some other people along the way. We had the change in the weather. And we ended up, you know, having to hit up a couple aid stations, get some gloves and stuff like that. Man, it was, Man uh, it, was uh, it was a really, really good, good experience, experience. And I got to meet your wife. Um, yeah. when we came back came around, around the second lap, lap. Uh, <laughs> you know, and she was trying to motivate you. Would get in the pizza when you got finished. Right, right. <laughs> you know, something funny with that. You talk about you know, just finding positive things. You know, just keep moving. These things just keep you laughing. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even remember this, but I know Amber was. I think she leaned over to give me a kiss during that we were coming back around and I think I looked over to you and I said I'm sorry man I'm not going to kiss you (laughs) (laughs) I think we just laughed about that and it's just like oh man you know and and it's just yeah it was just yeah I love that kind of stuff you know um, 
and it just it just kind of you know gave me what I needed you know just you know to have that just just to laugh at mm-hmm. you know what's going on <laughs> and just you know just joke around and just get you back into that mindset of just let's do this let's have fun you know yeah yeah uh, it's, uh, it's, it's so, so so interesting that at the time frame that everything just kind of fell into place, place you know when we you met. Know, uh, I, think I think that probably, probably was the was darkest, darkest area, area uh, of the course, course. until yeah. they, so got they got the got generators out there with the lights. So, so it, it really was, when we say a dark, dark time, time, like, like literally, literally figuratively, it was a dark was time. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, uh, <laughs> at that, that point, point in, in the event, event like, like, man, I know for myself, I just felt like I was done. Like my body was beat down, I was tired, I was ready to be done. And I just and remember I just telling myself, myself, like, you got to get to the finish line because you got a lot of people, people waiting on you. Know, but mentally, mentally, like, every, every step, step, it just hurt so much. So I just, much. you know, you felt know, like I was ready, ready to just walk out. out. Um, and then I know, and I know as we started, started going around, around a few miles in, in um, we would go we back would go and back forth, forth, motivating, motivating you know, one another. Yeah. Because even though we were together... <clears throat> at, some at some points, points we would be really high, high and we'd be and joking, we'd joking and then it'd get it quiet and I think it might settle, settle back, back in, you know, yeah. how much longer we have, how bad we're yeah. feeling. And then and we then start ping-ponging ping back and forth, like motivating each other. Yeah. And then throughout the time that we got to know each other, one of the, probably one of the three things that you did when we first met, and you said a prayer for us. Uh, uh, and then throughout, and then the, throughout the remainder of the event, of the event um, you know, we would you know, share different share things about our faith. About our faith. Uh, and, and, and I do remember John saying a couple other prayers. And we would just like keep, you know, just keep saying forward progress, forward progress, keep trying to motivate each other. And then checking in with other people along the way, too. Man, it was a really good time. It was a really good time. And... Uh, I, I, I was thanking you for stopping, and well, not necessarily not completely stopping, but slowing down, down to, to you know uh, uh, join me and stuff. And and, and, and that's when you told me that, me that you know, you know uh, I'm glad I did because I I was ready to give up too. So you know, like we needed to meet each other at that point in the event. Oh, absolutely. You know, I remember the first mile, I think, or you know, first time I saw Amber after the run mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. wife and I just looked at her and I was just I was already done I was on the verge of tears just like I just thinking I can't do this mm-hmm. and it, it's hard, it was hard for her to you know because she had to run back and forth to different spots so I didn't mm-hmm. always see her till like maybe every five miles or something like that you know mm-hmm. and, and so it was just it was hard for me and um, just to stay motivated mm-hmm. and i think it was about like you said about that time you know coming around that uh the first lap to see what i would see amber again and just like literally like you said literally and figuratively just a dark place mm-hmm. and i came across you and just see you struggling and uh just coming up inside to hey man can i walk with you and I'm sure I thought, you know, in my own mind, it's like, you know, God, thank God I'm not the only one just like struggling right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, you know, it's just like being able to just 
go from there and just yeah, like you said ping pong back and forth encouraging each other mm-hmm. um and just finishing it like that you know that 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 it was awesome and yeah. and i'll never never forget that yes because yes. we, we saw um there were a there lot were of people that did not finish the event, event. Um, yeah. they got they brought, they back, brought in back in golf carts and like vans at the med tents and stuff, and stuff. So, so um yeah, we definitely, yeah, we definitely don't, don't take, take for granted, for granted just, just having, having not just the just mental the capacity, but the physical capacity to keep driving forward and, and to get across the finish line. Because um, it, it, it is tough. You know, you can be physically ready, um, but it's it's a long day, and uh, it tears you down. And, and like you said, if you, um, if you don't have somebody there, or if you can't refill, um, that, that like mental capacity on your own, and you can slip into a dark place real quick, um, and, that, and that can affect the outcome of your entire race. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, the, the, I'm gonna skip ahead on the questions I had ready for you. Um, I think this is a good place to do this. So there are a lot of sacrifices that go into this sport, and. Um, but by seeing those sacrifices and, and then you know having your wife beside you and, and also your daughter now who just recently picked up doing some triathlon lines, yeah um, how has that helped you become a better person uh, man it you know there's definitely like I said a lot of sacrifice you know especially in time mm-hmm. um, especially if you have a family you know mm-hmm. or you know a significant other you know if you're not if you don't have family if you're not married whatever you know uh, or job, you know, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of sacrifice in wherever you're at in your life, um, and that is time. And so I, I thank God for my wife and daughter sticking through, the, or sticking with me through this, mm-hmm. and it means so much because um, I know there have been days where, you know, I'm, on my long rides and runs, you know, I'm gone for six hours, mm-hmm. and so, and there they've been to pretty much all my races I, I know my wife has some uh, my daughter hasn't been able to make all of them because um, a lot of those are early mornings and so mm-hmm. it's hard for her to you know drag her out of bed <laughs> <laughs> um, but and then of course they're sacrificing their time to be able to come to my races so it kind of goes both ways mm-hmm. you know and so I, I appreciate that so much you know being able to have Amber and Riley uh, there uh, to be able to cheer me on, um, and is just is just huge, and uh, it's made me a better person in regards to, um, obviously you know, physically you know mm-hmm. with the exercise and everything, but I think more importantly, mentally uh, and spiritually for me, because um, I have a lot more respect and love for uh, Amber and Riley being able to put up with. Uh, me in regards to uh, all of this uh, and so that that means a lot um, and I, I just you know you know we'll never take for granted everything they've done and it just, just I think it just made me a better better man and just a better person in, in general um, and I yeah I love it yeah man. that's, that's- this is an amazing answer, answer there. there. <laughs> so, I, so I have two, I have two, uh, two, uh, questions, two questions for you. For you. So, so, um, so we know so you're a man, man of faith. faith. So, so uh, how does your how does your Ironman training, training the experience, that lifestyle, how does that, how does that flow, flow into, into your ministry? ministry? Um, 
being, you know, having my faith central in my life, you know, I, I love to encourage people, um, you know, and I think God has put on my heart to find those opportunities to encourage those around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so through this, I have had, you know, obviously meeting up with you, I, I think, and other people just being able to be in, being encouragement to others, you know, is I think probably the biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I even uh, yeah, the race have had opportunities to just you know encourage people. You know, um, no matter what point they're at in their um, racing career, I guess. And and so I just I love that. You know, and even if I don't do good. If I don't finish, um, I think knowing that you can at least encourage somebody through the process, um, just it really just excites me, you know, and gets me going. Yes. And uh, I think even if I wouldn't have finished that Ironman, uh, just being able to know that I met up with with you and other people during that race and just being able to encourage somebody, uh, I think that would have made it worth it. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what, no what would have happened that day. You know, thank God that you know, we did finish. Um, but I think even if I didn't, knowing that I had that experience, uh, you know, meeting up with you um, would have been worth it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I always, I always say, say it's, it's um, um, always saying always it's an event, event uh, because. because you can, you can go, go out, out and race, race um, but, you know, but, if you're you know, not, like, like, one of those, one top, of those top 40, 40 people, people um, um, you know, they, they don't know, really they give don't you really anything. anything. Right. But, but um, the, the, the Ironman, Ironman, the race is just, just one, one day. day. Uh, it's, it's really the really training process that leads up to that. Because you're going to actually, whichever triathlon event you're getting ready for, You'll have done it many times over through the training. Um, And then the event day is just for you to go out there and just showcase that you can do all three things, you know, back to back. Um, So, yeah, when you say that it's really about the experience, I mean, that's 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 it. Like, you you never think that when you go through an aid station, you would make a connection with somebody or they would make you feel better about being out there. Oh, absolutely, and yeah, that's, you know, I think the biggest part for me, like I was saying, you know, having my faith, uh, I guess you could kind of say your faith is almost like tested in a Mm -hmm. a situation like Mm -hmm. this. Absolutely. You you know, even during your training, you know, you have those days where you just, you don't want to do it, Mm -hmm. Um, but you got to force yourself to, because, you know, come race day, you know you're going to wish you would have pushed yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being able to push past that and really just lean into, for me, you know, my faith and, you know, whatever it may be for any given person, being able to lean into that um, is key. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you talk yeah, about, about um, when you talk, you about, talk about, you know, like, you know, like dealing with dealing the, with the, the depression, depression stuff and then as you're, you're out, out running, running, you know, you're out you're pedaling, out pedaling. And it feels like feels you're like dropping you're that stuff off. off. That kind of reminds me like when I get that runner's high or when I'm cycling, cycling uh, and I hit that point, point and it's, and it's like, like, 
God, I'm glad I'm out here. I feel great, you know. And, right. then, and then whatever it was whatever that I felt was weighing me down. But even if I start crying, it's like it's not sad tears. It's tears of joy because it's like I I'm getting it all out. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's why I would encourage anybody that you know wants to get into this or you know any kind of you know running, writing, you know whatever it's going to be for you. Just keep pushing through it, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, I think you can really just leave a whole lot of it out there, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, clear your mind, let everything just fall away. And uh, like you said, you feel so much better mm-hmm. afterwards, mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're crying like an idiot, you know, <laughs> which, you know, has happened to me before. Um, it, it, it's, it, it, you're right, it's tears of joy because you know that you're pushing through, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And you're you're getting stronger, uh, both physically and mentally, and it's it's worth the the pain and the uh, the physical pain, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, and fatigue, because you know it's really making you just a better person overall. Yes. Yes. So my, so last, my last question. question. I, know I know how I felt, I felt when, when I came across, came across the, the finish, finish line, line. You know, you know and uh, uh, and Dave was Dave like, was Demetrius, Demetrius, you are an Iron Man. So. <laughs> When you come when across, across John, John and you finally, finally hear him say it, say it. <laughs> you, know. you know, John, you, you are, are an Iron Man. Man. Like, like, talk to talk us about that. that. Oh, how, talk to us talk about, to about that. that. Man, I, I, uh, I think just seeing that shoot <laughs> towards the finish line was just mm-hmm. the biggest thing. I mean, you, you hear the people pounding on the 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 barriers there mm-hmm. and just encouraging you and and. The song I'll never forget uh, was uh, "We Will Rock You." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just and and it's just like they're just they're just everybody's pounding to the beat on the barriers and just like no matter you, you know you're feeling just it completely exhausted probably mm-hmm. ready to throw up by that point <laughs> and know uh, and and just pass out but then as soon as you hear that music and you see that shoot you're just like everything's gone yeah you know yeah. you're high fiving everybody you know uh, Amber. I'll never forget this too. Amber asked if there was a person next to uh, them who was rooting somebody on, and they uh, lifted my daughter up, and so she could give me a high five. Oh, and man. that was just awesome. <laughs> and then, of course, like you said, hearing you know the the guy Dave say, you know, John, you are an Iron Man. It's just like you're like, holy crap, you know, I did it. Um, I mean, words can't really describe that kind of feeling. It's just like, man, it, I mean, everything just came together, you know. Mm-hmm. Not always the way you wanted it, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're there, you know. And just just amazing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's you, like um, you, um, you kind of become, become overcome, overcome with, with emotion. emotion. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's like, man, this man, was really was rough. Really rough. And, and there were a lot of points because everybody doesn't, doesn't get to get see you along the course. course. Like you said, they get to see you at certain points. points. So, so when you really do have those have real low, low moments, moments, it might it just might be, be you, <laughs> and it might and be it you might and a few other people, people who are uh, in the event. But everybody in the shoot is not tracking you all the way through the event. You know, when you're struggling to stay motivated. So. You know, in your own mind, you're having all these thoughts, all these emotions, and then you've made it, and then suddenly out of nowhere, like, you feel strong again, because <laughs> they want you to take a picture. Right. 
Oh man. Oh man. Oh, man. So, so perfect, man. Thank you for um you know agreeing to 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 call in and be a part of this episode. I can't wait to get this all put together and get it uploaded. Um and you know of course I'm wishing you success. Um, well, thanks, man. In, in, in the next Iron Man that's coming up for you on October the 9th. Um, I've got to go to Louisville for an event. But, you know, I'm going to be tracking you and checking in with Amber to see your progress. And uh, I can't wait to FaceTime you when you get finished so I can see that second medal. Uh, it's yeah. going to be an amazing race day for you. Well, if we can time it correctly, uh, maybe be able to have uh, Amber or somebody FaceTime uh, with you. Yes. yes. As uh, getting closer to the finish, you know, yes. you'll be able to see that. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I feel like once when you told me you were getting ready to to do another one, I was already signed up for Chattanooga, but it was because my race last year got delayed. Right. So I knew I wasn't doing Chattanooga, which that one was today, by the way. I wasn't doing Chattanooga. But uh, I was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind doing another one. As crazy as that sounds, I wouldn't mind doing another one. So um, the other day, well, I've been running like two miles here and there. usually try to do at least like um, just about 26 miles a month. So the other day I was like, man, I'm feeling strong. I'm going to go out here and run 10 miles. Uh-oh. No, I made no, it through. It, it, it took good, me like an hour good. and 47 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did it. Yeah. yeah. No, I did no, it. I did. And, and, and I think that's what I needed was just to see that I could get out there and still push myself. Absolutely. You know, so that was the first, like, real long run in probably about 10 months. That was the first real long run. So it felt good to be out there. It was good to see that I could do it. I paid for it in the end. I was I was real sore. When it was over, it was over with, with, but you know, uh, it was it worth, was it. worth it. And, and um, man, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so I'm thankful, so thankful that we met and, and that we developed this bond, yeah. and uh, that we continue to stay in touch with each other. Each other so, oh, absolutely, man. And like I said, thank you again, John. I, I can't, cannot thank you enough, um, especially for helping me make it through um, the race day and uh, helping me to have those memories. Uh, of the event, so yeah, appreciate it. And I thank you, Demetrius. I mean, for, for right back at you for encouraging me and uh, being able to share that experience with mm-hmm. you too, uh, as well has been been huge. And like I said before, something I will never forget. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna turn the um, the recording off here. So everybody, this is again the after action review. Um, this is Coach Latham, and, and I was here fortunately with John Weems. Um, again, this is John from St. Louis, uh, from the story. Uh, John, do you have anything else uh, that you want to add before I turn the recording off? Uh, just for those who are, you know, struggling with whatever in their lives, you know, being able to find that outlet for yourself. You know, for me, it's exercise. It may be something different for somebody else. Being able to actively search for something that you can do to help with whatever you're struggling with. And I encourage you guys with that, you know, because there's a lot that you can do to help free yourself from whatever it may be you're struggling with, mental issues, addiction, um, you name it. So just keep, keep plugging along, 
you know, and, and you'll get there. Yeah. <sighs> See, this See, is the this stuff is that, that I was getting from him, him. Uh, uh, on the race on the day. Race day. <laughs> <laughs> 